Today, I want to look at uh, the topic for today is Islam and the environment. Because you must have heard lots going on in um, uh, the newspapers and so on about the environment and etc. Um, and I want to start with chapter 40 verse 21. Avalam yasiru fil ardifa yanzuru kaifa kana aqibatul lazina kanu min qablihim kanu hum ashadda minhum quwwatan wa asarin فِي الْأَرْضِ فَأَخَذَهُمُ اللَّهُ بِذُنُوبِهِمْ وَمَا كَانَ لَهُمْ مِنَ اللَّهِ مِنْ Have you not travelled in the land and seen what was the end of those who went before them. Mightier than these were they in strength and in fortifications. Sorry, and in fortifications in the land. But Allah destroyed them for their sins. And they have and they had none to protect them from Allah. The other there are quite few verses, so I'll just read the English. And that is, and among people are those who speak about life of this world is very pleasing. But they call Allah to witness as to that which is in their hearts, yet they are the most violent of opponents. When they are in authority, their efforts in the land cause mischief in it and destroy farmland and children. And Allah does not, and Allah does not love mischief. When it is said to them, be careful of your duty to Allah, pride carries them off to sin. So hell is sufficient for them and certainly evil is the resting place. And among men are those who sell themselves to seek the pleasure of Allah. And Allah is compassionate to his servants. So, O oh you who believe, enter into complete peace and follow not the footsteps of the devil. Surely he is your open enemy. This is chapter 2, verses 204 to uh, 208. And it occurred to me that sometimes we think that uh, we are the first people to be affected by the environmental damage that uh, is going on around us. But uh, the verse that I recited from chapter 40 makes it clear that there were many nations who went before who also did this and who perished. For example, <clears throat> if you go to America, 
there are many national parks, parks. And if you go to um, uh, those parks, you see that there were people who had carved out a civilization to live in caves of the, 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 of the uh, hills or mountains of uh, those parks. And they were quite advanced in many ways. They didn't have the sort of engineering, etc., that um, we have now, but they were quite advanced. For example, because it was gold, they had the equivalent of a central heating system that heated all their uh, living areas. And many other things. And in many other things, they were quite advanced in agriculture and so on. And no one knows how and why they suddenly disappeared. And America is not the only place. If you go to Mexico and if you go to Peru and you go to uh, uh, other places in, in, in South America, you see this. Many, many civilizations. As the verse says, civilizations which were in their time stronger than the people who arrived there, the Europeans. And yet they did something. In some cases people don't know what it is that they did which caused them to disappear and die out. I can only assume that there was some kind of, it, uh, of an environmental catastrophe because there are no signs of them being attacked and killed and their habitats being destroyed. These places that I talked about uh, uh, which are in uh, America towards the, uh, towards the west, the living quarters remained as they had been thousands of years ago. There was no sign of damage, there was no sign of violence. So why did they disappear? Where did they go? No one knows. And this is what the Holy Quran is referring to. And I think, as I said earlier, there must have been some kind of an environmental catastrophe that has caused them to die out. And this is what the Holy Quran says, <clears throat> that there are people, when they are given authority, what they tell you about this world is very pleasing, is very nice. But what actually happens is destroying humanity. Let's take one example. People used to travel from A to B on horse and cart or horses or those American wagons or whatever they were that you see in Western movies. And you didn't get any air pollution. So how sweet to the words that rather than travel at 10 or 15 miles an hour, I have made this machine that can do 60 miles an hour, 80 miles an hour, 100 miles an hour. And rather than getting from this place to that place, 
rather than it taking two days, three days, you can do it in two hours, three hours. How pleasing is that? And it's not just humans, it, it, it's also, uh, you know, luggage and, and uh, uh, trading and everything speeds up. But as the Holy Quran says, that yes, these things, his speech, what he tells you, is very sweet. But the effect, what is in their hearts, the result of these things show that these people are the most violent opponents of nature and the environment. Now everyone talks about pollution. This is the cause of pollution. And in fact, if you look at that, there are, you can, depends on how you classify these things, but you have some ten, I've got eight of them written down here, major reasons why these uh, uh, catastrophes will take place to us. I've already mentioned one, emissions from transport. But emissions are not just from uh, transport, they also come from factories. And anything that is industrialized, that uses coal, fossil fuels in any way at all. Surely we remember the London smog when in 1950s people were told not to go out of their houses in winter because smog, which was a combination of smoke and fog, was so thick that you couldn't see in front of your nose. And it was deadly for babies and old people. And particularly old people were told, particularly those people who had bronchitis were told, if you want to live, don't go out of your house. So emissions, which on the face of it, will, this, will build this factory that will make whatever it is, some gadget, which will make it easy. You know, in the days of old, when uh, 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 wristwatches and clocks were made by hand, they used to be very expensive and the old, only the very rich could afford them. So you build a factory and you start churning out these wristwatches or these clocks and the price falls. Rather than it being sort of 4,000 pounds, it becomes 30 pounds. And it is so enticing. But then the factory making those clocks and wristwatches is doing untold damage. And then there is de deforestation. We are cutting down forests. There is a huge forest in Brazil that is now a protected area, which, if I remember rightly, cleaned one third of the world's um, air. 
cleaned it from carbon dioxide into oxygen. And that is being cut down, or that was being cut down, until it was realised what was being done. But you see, the, the thing is this, if population is increasing, what are you going to do? Those people will need schools to go to. Those people will need hospitals to go to. Those people will need homes to live in. Those people will need factories and uh, uh, offices and other places to work. That being the case, where is the land going to come from for all these things? Obviously, you are going to cut down trees, you are going to cut down forests and so on. And if you cut those down, as I said, trees clean the air, turning carbon dioxide into oxygen. The fewer the trees, the more polluted air you will have. And then carbon dioxide also causes um, what you call it um, uh, uh, global warming or warming of the, uh, of the air. I've already mentioned industrialization and that includes mining because that also causes pollution. And then we have chemical affluence. The plastic bag, bag problem we have at the moment is a part of that chemical uh, affluence. But more than that, byproducts from industries, particularly leather, tanning, petroleum, chemical manufacturing, they directly release byproducts, waste products into nearby rivers and seas without treating them. And that pollutes the rivers and the seas, kills fish, destroys all vegetation in the seas and so on and so forth. And uh, you see, it's not just primary pollutants that are poisoning the environment, but also secondary pollutants. Because we know there are chemical reactions that go on, particularly when you have sunshine, etc. And they create more damaging pollutants which poison the environment. But you see, Going back to increase in population, and th this was uh, a great uh, uh, sort of cry in um, developing countries in 1950s and 60s, etc., and that it doesn't matter how much your population increases, all you have to do is pump more and more fertilizer into the ground. And what was that fertilizer? It wasn't natural fertilizer, it was chemicals. And the more you pump into the ground, the more you can grow. 
and fertilizer was used excessively. And eventually it ended up poisoning. How? If you use chemical fertilizer on land and it's not used up by the crops and it rains, it dissolves in water and goes into rivers and waters and canals from which your drinking water comes. So, basically, it's poisoning you. There is also overgrazing of land, so that the land does not have a chance to recover. And why would you overgraze? Because population is going up, and you need more milk, and you need more meat, and so on. And these things, they also cause, uh, and including deforestation, they cause silting. Because if trees are not there to bind the land together, then when it rains, it's going to get washed down into rivers and settle at the bottom of the rivers. So that means you get more flooding. When we first came to England, we never heard of flooding in this country. And now what happens? Every year you have floods. And in fact, I've noticed that all over the world, floods and typhoons and hurricanes are increasing. Why? And I would suggest it is the same reason. This is why Allah says, go about in the land and see what previous generations, what previous nations, what previous ummas and people did and what it was that destroyed them. If we go back to when this person, God says that when these people are given authority, they speak sweet words, it goes as far as smoking. I remember when I was at university, tobacco companies used to dole out huge amounts of cash to universities to do research to show that smoking is actually good for you. It cleans out your lungs. It looks you, makes you look dignified and handsome and so on. These are the people that Quran refers to when it says, among people is the man whose speech about this life is very pleasing. But he is actually a violent opponent of Allah or nature, because God is nature. And we should all be doing whatever it is that we can to offset the ill effects of our own actions. And God says this elsewhere. That when something good happens, you, you say, oh, you know, I'm so clever. But when something bad happens, oh, this is God's fault. But all the evil that happens to you, you bring it upon yourself. 
the difficulties, the problems we are having, disposing of uh, plastic uh, bags, polluted rivers. It took them some, I think, 10 or 15 years to remove all the pollutants from the river Thames. I mean, if you expand that all across the world, sometimes they have programs and they show rivers like Ganges and so on, and you can see untreated uh, affluence and God knows what else floating in there and what terrible condition those rivers, those rivers in. And that water, we drink, we wash with it, and we wash our clothes with it, we wash our um, utensils with it, and it makes us ill and causes us to die. As the Holy Quran says, man is ever ungrateful. If we thought about the good things that God had given us, the precious things that God had, has given us, then we would appreciate them and we would look after them. God has given us only one earth and if we destroy it, where are we going to go? And I leave you to ponder over that question.